We're winding down now. What, we got four weekends of football left? Ish? Ish. Ish. If that. If that. Well, we have Army-Navy this week. Go Army, beat Navy. Um, <laughs> Go Navy, beat Army. I said it last week. I'll say it this week you still. I like them because of the uniforms. Yeah, the uniforms are sick this season. Well, so are armies, but yeah, but I mean, agree to disagree. Navy is three and eight, army is eight and four or eight. And I three. got. I have to make up some ground for the overall win loss record gonna, this season. You're not gonna get it done with Navy. We'll see. You're not gonna. You know, you're not gonna get it done. We didn't think LSU was gonna beat Texas A&M either, but look where that got I us. I said they would. I, I said also they, said they would. You you say it's they win fine. every week. You say they win every week. So. Get us started. All right. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Owen Spelnick. My name's Cole Connor. And this is episode 15. 15. 15. God. Of the Panther Pod. All right. So we just got done with Championship Week. And Cole. I'm going to say we kind of took a hard loss on a lot of these. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was not pretty. We we went about 50. No, we didn't even go 50-50. We did not go 50-50 at all. No, we went um, two and three. Mm. We didn't even break even. Because the Big 12, SEC, and ACC, we all, we all, we both messed up on that. Wait, did oh, you? Oh, yeah. No, we both, never mind. Um, I didn't. I know I did not pick. Bama to win the SEC. No, 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 no. I know I you know didn't. That I, know, I know you didn't pick Bama to win either. But did you pick Wake to beat Wake Forest to beat Pitt? Uh, I think I picked. Yeah, I picked Wake. I know Forest. I picked Wake Forest. I yeah, we agreed on that one. Yeah, and Wake Forest lost. Yeah, so Pitt. we. I think we both tied this week. Yeah. Oh well. That's all right. I'll beat you next week. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, but going through championship games, Big 12, apparently the Big 12 doesn't play any defense, Cole, but that was all defense, that game. All defense. That was such a snoozer of a game. No, it was not. No, it, I thought it was. It had it had the mo- the third most views. Third, oh, no. Third most I, of the championship uh, games. Yeah, because there was other games to watch. Not at the time. Not at the time, yeah. Because it, tw- it had 12 p.m. kick, but Baylor, Baylor beat Oklahoma State. Before we, before we get into it, mm-hmm. Baylor beat Oklahoma State 21-16. That improves. Actually, they stopped even showing records. Uh, Baylor. They're 11-2, I think. They are 11-2. Um, Baylor is finishing out the season at the six, so two spot out of CFP. Yes. I think so. Actually, yeah, yes, and, he, and I have. A, I've got it right there. Okay, and I have a bug to pick. No, they don't. They do not finish sixth. Oh, they finished seventh. Yeah, and I have a bug to pick about this one because here's the thing: How is Baylor, a conference champion, ranked behind or below Ohio State, who didn't even get to make it to their conference championship game? It doesn't make sense. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's at all. Uh, I mean, that's utterly ridiculous, and that goes for Ole, and this goes for Ole Miss as well. Utah is ranked 11th behind Michigan State, Oklahoma State, and Ole Miss. Well, I mean, again, that does that bring into question the Pac-12? Like, okay, we know that none of these Pac-12 teams are going to get in there. 
uh, why would we even bother ranking them in the top eight? Because they're conference champions. I get it. And I know you say conference champions have to matter. But they don't. I know. Yeah, Not right now. To the committee doesn't care. No. Well, I mean, the committee only cares about the top four spots. Uh, the committee only cares about the SEC logo. I'm not complaining. Everybody else is. Get good. Get good. The SEC wasn't even that good this year. The SEC was fine. We've got the number one and the number – how many How many teams does the Big 12 have up there, Owen? One. Big 12. As of 20 – yeah. As of 2021, <laughs> how many teams do the Big 12 have in there? One. I mean, it's it's Big 12 future. Yeah, how future, many future teams does the Big 12, Big 12 have it in there, future, bud? It is future Big 12. Future Big 12. Yeah, future all right. Big 12. So I can say LSU is the future national championship or no, national champion. No, that's not a done that's deal. That's the exact same that's thing. That's not right? a done deal. No, 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 no. This is already a done deal. They're already. No, yeah, no, LSU no, no. winning another national championship is another done deal. You got too. Brian Kelly and all your players transferred. No. It's fine. No, 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 no. no. LS Notre Dame U. No. <laughs> LSU. LSU. Do you like that fake Southern accent Gosh, he threw on? Oh, that made me sick. Lord of mercy. I couldn't even watch like the first five seconds. I couldn't I could. either. I I think I truly think and I know this is off topic for what we're talking about now, but um I truly think that it, it's not gonna go good just based it's, off of that one press conference. It's not the, the the fit is not there. Well you have to fit to a certain extent. And I don't know if this was what you were what we were discussing the other week or if um uh, I saw it somewhere where a sports analyst said, hey, you know, you either want your program to boo or you want your program to cheer. Yeah, yeah. No one reacted to Brian Kelly. No. It was just complete and total silence. Yeah. That's not a good sign. No. That's that's a sign where people are already treating you indifferent because they either, A, already know you're going to be gone within the first four, five years, or B, sooner than that. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: if he starts winning, then, oh, then I hope I eat my words. I really, and I've said that throughout. It's yeah. like I do not like the way Brian Kelly coaches football, but that's but a very personal opinion. It's very successful, though. Yeah, at Notre Dame, at least. I just don't want him to try and make LSU the next Notre Dame because it's not going to happen. He's not. He's there's not no make, way. There, there's only one Notre Dame, and that is Notre Dame. Yeah, it's like you cannot take what you learned at a Catholic highfalutin school and try and bring it down the swamp. And high yeah, ac- exactly. High academic standards. And I, I know people are going to laugh when I say highfalutin. Highfalutin. What, what, do you, what else is there to describe Notre Dame besides highfalutin? Stuck Upper up. class? Stuck up? Stuck up. Stuck up. Uh, uh, pre- <coughs> pre- the prep boy of college football? Yeah. They got 24-karat gold on their helmets and yep. Yep. everywhere else. Yep. Yep, they, their own stadium is named Notre Dame Stadium. So, but I love how we went from big, so stupid from Baylor, anyway, Big Baylor Twelve Championship big 12 to Notre Dame. Sorry, um, That's but yeah, on me. Oklahoma State is inches inches away from winning the Big Twelve Championship. Literally, maybe two inches from reaching that pylon, and. Baylor, the Baylor defense makes a phenomenal, phenomenal stop. I oh. thought for sure he would cut the corner and just dive for the pylon and get in touchdown. Nope. 
Mm-mm. Nope. And I didn't know this either. There was a lot of confusion on the Baylor sideline. They called a timeout, and they didn't have any timeouts. No, that's a penalty. Apparently not. Not in football, it's not. Really? Yeah, in basketball. In pro it is. In basketball it is, too. But apparently not in football. That or and not in college? I thought it was, I, but apparently Pete it's Carroll not. Carroll got penalized in 2018 for calling back-to-back timeouts, and then he actually ran out of timeouts, and he got penalized for that, too. See, I don't... Because it's maybe, supposed to be an unsportsmanlike conduct. Well, it's, well, but then... Well, think about this now. Think about all the people who call the ice and the kicker. You know, they call those back-to-back timeouts now. Well, that's different. It's you – normally what that is is – actually, no, that's a good point because you're not supposed to – you cannot call a timeout and then call another timeout. You're not supposed to be able to do that. They do. Not it. from the same team. So I just I, – I wonder if that rule has changed. I don't I'll know. have to look it up. But anyways, that or it's just a, another example of poor Big 12 officiating of just not being able to catch it and not realize they were out of timeouts. Yeah. Anyways, but they still call the timeout. And they don't even really they don't even really get like a, they don't even huddle up for a timeout. It was just a lot of confusion. They kind of go over to the sideline and come right back. Like it was a real quick timeout. Even though it was an illegal timeout, it's still a real quick timeout. Anyways, there's a lot of confusion. They run the play, and then just inches, inches away from winning. But here's the thing: Baylor was going to let them win that game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Oklahoma, well, Oklahoma State was going to give them that game. I mean, Spencer Sanders threw four interceptions, mm. four interceptions, and then they and then Baylor recovered a fumble, and it was just that Baylor won the turnover battle, and there was just. Even then, Baylor. I mean, Oklahoma State still stuck around with four interceptions. Baylor, I mean, Oklahoma State still was able to hang around just for those last few seconds. And this is what aggravates. Um, this shouldn't. This aggravates aggravates me as a West Virginia fan. Is that Dave Aranda has never been a head coach. He's been a coordinator ever since Les Miles was at LSU. Goes to Baylor his first season, two and seven. That's uh, that's okay for your first. That's respectable. Season. That's I don't know if it's respectable, but that's expected. It's acceptable, not respectable. Yes, it's expected and acceptable as a first year head coach. Second year, you already come out just whipping butt and winning the and winning the conference title. West Virginia has a coach that's been a head coach for seven years, and three years and for. Of those seven, he's been a head coach at West Virginia for three years and is barely scraping bowl eligibility. West Virginia hasn't sniffed the conference championship since we were in the Big East. When's enough going to be enough for West Virginia? And I and honestly, enough is enough already. I mean, it was enough. Like it was enough when Rich Rod left. It was enough when Holgerson was there. It was just. I mean, it. it it's just it's it's enough, you know. There is not another state that relies on their football team more than West Virginia does. I will say this in defense of Neil Brown, mm-hmm. he's better than Rich Rod. Not a, not prime Rich Rod, like taking y'all to almost a national championship game. He is off to a better start than Rich Rod was because I don't I I'm not for certain. But I'm pretty sure Rich Rod's first three years, we didn't go to a bowl game. No. But Neil Brown, in 
two out of the three years he has we have gone to the bowl game and we won the bowl game last year. But in a time when we have a lot riding on we had a lot riding on this season. In a time when Oklahoma and Texas go behind the Big Twelve back just overnight, all of a sudden, hey, we're going to the SEC. Yeah. And then you've got to scramble, and for gosh, two for two months out of out of the season, you're wondering if the Big Twelve is even going to hold together in the next two years. Is is, is the Big Twelve even going to be a thing after the season ends? You know, so for West Virginia fans, it was massive more than ever. I mean, West Virginia, there there's no there's no even resemblance of a sports of a of a profession of pro teams in the West Virginia. No hockey, no there's no tracks for NASCAR, there's no pro football, there's no pro baseball, nothing. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's not even a pro tennis team here in the state of West Virginia, okay? So West Virginia football I know, I know. But West Virginia football, <laughs> West Virginia football, West Virginia in general, the university, is the is the shining city on a hill for the state. After everything the state has been through over the last hundred years, it is that is the one thing that still keeps hope in the state of West Virginia. Yeah, I think and that's then fair to say. You have athletics just fall completely on their face. Now, granted, the soccer team didn't, and for the most part, the basketball team doesn't. Oh yeah, old Huggy Bear. He runs a tight ship. Oh, I love Huggy Bear. I love Huggy Bear. Oh, I love Huggy Bear. But I don't know what we're gonna do when he retires either. That's that's gonna be sad. That'll be that's very sad. Be a very sad day. That's very sad. Some have said that they'll go after Radford's head coach, which really? which used to he used to be a big time player for West Virginia when he was at, when he was there. Why so, not try and drag old uh, Jerry West back in from the Clippers? Uh, I don't know. We'll I don't know. I, sometimes players make good coaches, and sometimes they're real bad. That's so. Fair. Well, I mean, Jerry West is a all-star executive. He's won executive of the year multiple times over. But there's a difference between being an executive and being a coach as well, you know. Bring him in for AD. He's also really old, too. He's only 83. Only 83. Um, but, yeah, no, Bob Huggins is 68 years old, so he beats Jerry West by a mile That's age, fair. Okay? That's fair. So, um, but, yeah, no, I just – it is aggravating as a West Virginia fan that we've been in the Big 12 for a total of 10 years. And Dave Rand's been in the Big 12 for a total of two, and he's already won a Big 12 title. That's like uh, Tulane knocking Vandy there for a second. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where how many SEC championships has Vandy won in, what, 60, 60 years? Yeah. And how many did Tulane win in four uh, exactly. or eight? Yeah, because yeah. They, they were the founding members, and they still got the boot. Um, it is what it is. Ultimately, I understand your frustrations yeah. for sure, and I mean, I think anyone who appreciates college football in general understands your frustrations because yeah. ultimately, you're. It's not is this year going to be a good year? It's is this are we going to be remembered as a team of the decade? Yeah, like it's. I don't. I want West Virginia football to matter nationally again. It's been a long time. I say a long time. It's been a long time since we've mattered. Regu- na- mattered nationally regularly 
because the last time we mattered nationally was when Will Greer was there, and then we fell flat on our face again. It was we finished that season with with Will Greer at eight and four. Should have never happened. We should have made the playoffs. But look at who our coach was. Yeah, and see that's and that's Neil Brown's problem as well. Is Dave Aranda is coming in off of Matt Rule and Art Browles recruits. Neil Brown is coming in off of Dana Holgerson recruits. It'll be interesting to see what Neil Brown can do once he gets his own recruits in there. His own recruiting class is coming in this year, and he, we've had a couple recruits. I think we've had three or four recruits decommit. Before those three or four recruits decommitted, we are in the top 25 recruiting classes in the country. Well, <laughs> speaking of decommissions oh, yeah. and transfer portal. Oh, yeah, the transfer portal, that sucks. We have lost a total of 26 players to the transfer portal this year. I, which, we're right up there. Well, and that's the thing is yeah. the voice of Morgantown, I really enjoy them. I know I've, I've said this before, and this is not a promo for them by any means. I really enjoy their articles and things like that. However... It's not just us who's who's dealing with the transfer portal. That no. they want Neil Brown fired because they said we've lost all these transfer. We look at how many people have transferred. Well, look at any program in the country exactly. right now, with the exception of like look Alabama at Oklahoma and Georgia. Yeah, like anyone who is relevant in the like I would say within the top ten of the AP or CFP. Mm-hmm. I would say look at them and look how many transfers they have oh, I know. versus any other program in the country. Well, look how many once when Lincoln Riley left, how many... Uh, Decommitted and transferred. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at all the West Virginia ones, all the ones, all of the um, transfers that have left this year or last or between this year and last year, they all went to group of five schools. Small group of five schools, too. Well, they know that there'll be a star player in those group of five schools. They'll so. be a starter. And this is the issue with the transfer portal is instead of staying at a power five or st- instead of yeah, staying. Instead of earning your keep at a power five, you know gonna, that you can just drop down a level and say, hey, you know, yeah, I was oh, at yeah. pow- a power five school and you can kind of rest on your laurels and get the starting position. Yeah. I'm not saying you're putting in less work by doing that by well, you're no not means. developing. You're, no. I mean, it takes away the development. Yeah, you're just relying yeah. on uh, sheer talent. And I think the transfer portal in the long term is going to hurt more than it's going to help. Now, in some cases, when you have like a Spencer Rattler, Caleb Williams situation or a Max Johnson, Miles Brennan situation, you have which both, yeah, <laughs> both now, yeah, <laughs> have yeah. entered the transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Who? <laughs> ah, yikes! Scary times at LSU. Yeah. Um, but if you have two starting caliber players oh, yeah. going into the transfer portal, one or the other, then it's actually a good situation because you get more talent in other uh, programs. Well, and, and it makes it more competitive. And, and here's the thing too with that with um, with West Virginia or not with West Virginia, I'm sorry, but with college football in general, when you have players like that who are exceptionally talented, and you're just not. Get, it's one thing to work your butt off and be super talented, be really good at what you're at, but there is a guy on the other team who you just there's no there's no way that you're gonna beat him out. There's no way like for a quarterback position, like say Spencer Rattler is just was utterly amazing this year and we saw how good Caleb Williams was for a stretch. Caleb Williams could say if if Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler are around the same age and Spencer Rat or I'm I'm sorry, Caleb Williams says, look, I'm not gonna get any playing time in order for me to go to the NFL, 
Yeah. To well, it's it's very much, and I'm sorry for cutting no, you off good, here. Good. It's very much a Jalen Hurts yeah. Tua oh, yeah, situation. Yeah. Jalen, I Hurts, think that's a prime example of Jalen Hurts was still a Heisman contender when he yeah when he was drafted when he was drafted and but he just knew that Tua was he was not going to get that starting job over Tua. Nope. So then he was. So then he transfers to Oklahoma, where he feels like he has a better shot. Now, all of these other players, I'm sure, think that's what they think that's what they're doing. But not, you know, that's there's a difference between you know, hey, throwing a it's fit and very saying, I'm cut not, and dry. Yeah, and then saying, oh, we're we're not going to get any kind of good reps here. Let me transfer to another program. Let me transfer to USC. Yeah, and and, he, and it's like just. Just the fact that it, how do I word this? Instead of you know, there are people who try really hard and say, "I don't have a chance here. I need to go somewhere where I feel like I can better myself and make a chance." Then throwing a fit and saying, "I didn't get a starting job. I think I deserve a starting job. I'm going to go somewhere where I where I know I'm better and I'll get a starting job." You know, where it's like I'll, I'll, a couple of West Virginia guys that. But it, that's just there's a difference between that, yeah, and throwing a fit than saying I, than being mature about it. And I didn't have a problem with the transfer rule before and saying, hey, when you transfer, you should sit. You need to sit out a year, and then you can play after you've tr- after you've sat out that year. I didn't. I didn't necessarily have a problem with that. Um, I think that happened to Will Greer. Is that he had to sit out for the 2016 season? Yeah, and then he could play for the 2007. And then he could Joe play. Burrow. Yeah, prime example. Yeah, he had he transferred in from Ohio State. He had to sit out his sophomore year, um, learn the offense, learn the system, come yeah. back his junior year, and then he came in as a senior and led us to the national championship. Exactly. Look at Jalen Hurts. He had to sit out his. Uh, I don't think he had to sit. 20... Did he have to sit out? I didn't think he had to sit out because they could they could rework it. Um, they could be if they if you were old enough. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts did not have to sit out because he was in the twenty nineteen. He I was in twenty nineteen for Oklahoma after uh, Bama won the national championship in twenty seventeen. Yes, and he was Ugh. only there for a year. I think. Yeah, he was. So, you know, there sometimes the age did come in. It it, it just a lot of things need to be reworked. But going back to you know Big Twelve recap. <laughs> yeah, we. So, like, we went off on so many tangents. We, we apologize have. to any Oak State or Baylor fans that yeah. are listening. Um, but, yeah, Big 12, Baylor wins the national championship, headed to the Sugar. Big 12 championship, not national. I said Big 12 championship. You said national. Okay. Baylor wins the national championship. They wish they won the national championship. They did championship. win it in basketball. They did win it in basketball, yeah. Um, Baylor was the Big 12 champ- Big 12. Conference championship, they go to play Ole Miss in their bowl game, which, by the way, is the Sugar Bowl. Yep. Yep. Should be a good game. Yep. I'm excited to see um, how not crapping all over Big 12. I'm excited that there's a few Big 12 SEC matchups this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see how Dave Rand is going to match up against Ole Miss. Um, it should be a fairly good game. Oh yeah, a fairly tight game for sure. Yeah, because Baylor, 
It's very oddly I think enough. Ba- Baylor's favored. I'm pretty sure. Baylor has the defense. Ole Miss has the offense, which is scary. <laughs> yes, yes. So that'll be interesting to see those see that see Baylor's defense go up against Ole Miss's offense. Yeah. I'm also interested to see if Gary Bohannon. Is is going to be able to play. can go toe to toe with Matt Corral? Well, I'm gonna. I, I want to know if he's healthy enough to play in the bowl game. He had he, he was out for the Big Twelve Championship, which by the way, shaping their uh, their backup quarterback. He did fairly decent for Baylor in the Big Twelve Championship game. Through so, three touchdowns. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, whoever you go with, I think you'll be all right at quarterback. Um, but I'm just I, I want to know if Gary Bohannon and his hamstring that hamstring injury if he's ready to go for the bowl game. Yeah, if there's going to be any kind of long-term impacts on him as well. Yeah. Um, may reduce his it'll, – it'll more than likely reduce his mobility a little bit for the bowl game if he does – if he can play. Um, so, Baylor wins the Big 12 conference title. SEC. <laughs> Moving on from the – that was our SEC recap. Moving uh, on. Uh, Big no, 10 championship. Hold on, hold on. you got to go back here. We both, you won the Big 12. I lost the Big 12 because I said Oak State all the way. I thought there was, I thought Alabama was going to lose. I thought Baylor was going to lose, and that was going to be that. I lost. Right now, I'm 0-2. And I cannot believe. Owen. That Al, what? I can. <laughs> I But I can't believe that, that, that. Alabama just absolutely steamrolled that Georgia defense. The number one defense in the country just absolutely steamrolled them. I really don't want to talk about Alabama and how good they played. Cause and Bryce Young, man. Don't. Woo. I appreciate a good offense and a great defense. Yes. I cannot bring myself to say that about Alabama. Really? And that's that's me being a hater. I think that that team is good all the way around. I think that that program is very solid. Am I going to say the program's name and say that they are very solid? No. <laughs> I am not bringing myself to that. I'm not stooping to that level, Owen. There's no way. I think that the quarterback did a very good job. I think that the coach did decent in his play calling. Apparently, the rat poison that they got this week was very yummy. Just very He must have paid those refs a big old bonus check. Can we please move on? Like I, let me, I let me say this though. Let me. Say I will this. say the final score. You say whatever you need to say, but I am not saying anything else other than the final score of the game. I will say this though. It it actually it physically made me feel just. It made physically made me sick to see just abs- to see Alabama just absolutely just do to Georgia what we thought Georgia would do to Alabama. And to count to counterpoint you there, mm-hmm. what's new? I know. I mean, that's like, true. We I, saw we we just saw the same old Alabama. Alabama looked shaky all season, but we just saw the same old Alabama. Yeah, the difference that is we've is seen for the past year, past ten years. You know, Saban did something to those players to say, "Hey, this is when it starts counting." 
like regular season or not, we're still going to be up here. Yeah. But this is when we cannot afford to lose a game. Yeah. And it. And here's the thing, Georgia's defense. I don't know what happened to them. Alabama's offense just went off. Bryce Young went off. But here's the thing, though, is was Alabama's defense just that good? And I know for all you Alabama fans who are shaking your head right now, yes, yes, it was. Or was it just the fact that uh, Kenny Pickett – no, I'm sorry. That's Stetson Pitt. Bennett. Stetson Bennett, sorry. Similar names. <laughs> similar names. Very similar names. Yeah. No, I, I watched the ACC championship. That's why I'm – too. Ma- yeah. Um, just – Stetson Bennett, or was it for the fact that Stetson Bennett threw so many picks? Like Spencer Sanders, he threw several picks. Well, and one, one for a pick six, you to know. Credit Bennett, he did throw three forty and three touchdowns. Yeah, but is it a question of big game, like not showing up in the big game, like choking I, it maybe. out? Because he's not. Or yeah. is Alabama's defense that good to be reckoned with? Well, he wasn't. Personally, I don't think Alabama's defense is that good. No. I think that that was more on Bennett. It and was more on Bennett, That's yeah. not hating on him, but, hey, you know, this is the first time you've played. Yeah, because he was the backup to start the year. Yeah. This is the first time you've really played in not necessarily a big game because you did play uh, Kentucky when they were up. Yeah. Um, Stomp Kentucky. Yeah, blew them out. Well, and you and you look back on it, going, did Georgia's schedule? Looking back now, did Georgia's schedule actually hurt te- them more than it helped? Them? Yeah, did it? Was it really testing them or not? You know. And honestly, I don't think this was a game that Georgia had to win. No, if that makes sense. No, because in for for national sake. Yeah. For. For the national picture, like they didn't conference have to win. championship weekend is over. Like we know who our conference champions are. Yeah. Um. For Georgia's sake, that was not a game that they had to win to still be in the playoff picture. Yeah. Now, you've got two more games to play. Yeah. At the most, if yeah. not, you've got one more game, and you better hope that Michigan isn't as tough as what they think they are. I, it's going to be interesting to see those those two teams. That's going to be a good matchup. I'm I'm yeah. honestly excited about that matchup. I'm I'm really excited and to see if Cincinnati is going <laughs> to upset Alabama. Will that happen? See, I would love it. I hey, here's the thing. I think they absolutely can upset Alabama because here's why. Alabama's going to come in thinking, oh, I'm, you know. It's Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, it's Cincinnati, group of five. This is easy. We'll steamroll. This is just a warm-up game before we go to the – you know that's what they're thinking. You know that's what they're thinking. Here's here's my counterpoint to that, and this is what I'll credit Saban on. Saban doesn't let his players get complacent. Mm -mm. Texas A&M at this point – I'm sure he didn't let them get complacent against New Mexico State. (laughs) Texas A&M was a freak accident. That is very fair to say at this point. If LSU beat... Okay, no, hear me out. LSU beat Texas A&M. Texas A&M beat Alabama. So therefore... I know, I know. Therefore... Technically, LSU... If Alabama wins the national championship... (laughs) You you see where I'm going with this. I don't have to say it. You see where I'm going with it. Well, in that regard, 
West Virginia beat TCU. TCU beat Baylor. So in that regard, West Virginia technically won the Big 12 title. <laughs> so we'll have to break out the whiteboard here in a second. Yeah, yeah, we're going to it's going it's going to look like a like a detective putting all the clues next to each other. Um but back onto the SEC championship. I mean, Alabama just straight up steamrolled Georgia. Yeah. And no one wanted to see that. Every, every conference championship this week was a steamroll except for the Big with, 12. With the exception of the Big 12. Yeah. And I honestly thought the Big 12 was going to be a steamroll in Baylor's favor. I thought it was going to be in Oklahoma State's favor. Yeah. Well, well I just, yeah. Um, Big 10. Big 10. Another, another steamroll. What was that? Forty-two to six, forty-two to three, forty-two to three. Yeah, poor, I, poor Iowa. Iowa's just man. I don't, I don't know what to say on that one. I mean, that looked easy for Michigan. It just looked easy. You had four rushing touchdowns. That's never a good sign. No, I mean they just. They did. They McNamara. Okay, tangent for one second. Okay, McNamara is easily the most overrated quarterback in the Big Ten, if not in all of college football. He can lead the offense, but Michigan is a powerhouse for running the ball right now and defense right now with Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. a uh, Heisman candidate, possibly a Heisman finalist for. And I think the finalist list comes out this week, doesn't it? I think they said Kenny Pickett is a Heisman finalist. I know Bryce Bryce Young is. Yeah, of a, course he is. He well he he was good. He was good for that. Yeah, SEC but you got to wonder how much does that Alabama nameplate help him out on that? A lot, a it's lot. Like, and see, here's the thing. Here is the nice thing for you as a fan is the fact that you can, or for you as an LSU fan, for the fact that you can say that about your rivals. I can't say that about my rivals. No. I can't. In the Big East, yeah. But I can't anymore. I can't. It's not... There's no... The heat has died down. The fire is dead. The coals went out. Now, when we played Pitt and Virginia Tech... When we played Virginia Tech this year, that fire was lit. Oh, yeah. No, I'll I'll agree with that. When we play Pitt next year... It'll be it'll be hot. It'll be fire. It, it's I you mean, hope. Well, here's the thing. I know it will from the West Virginia side. We've been itching for the fans. For the fans, it will. For the players, we'll see. Yeah. That and there is not a single player on this team that has ever played against Pitt. That's sad. Very sad. And there, there is barely any players that were able to play Virginia Tech last time. We played Virginia Tech in 2017. That means seniors and super seniors now, a few, if any, are still here, got yeah. to play against Virginia Tech. I just, yeah. But with the Big Ten, it's just for the fact that, you know, I just... It kind of makes you wonder, okay, with the exception of Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State, mm-hmm. what other good teams are there in the Big Ten? Because Iowa was not the team to face Michigan in the Big Ten championship. That's very clear now. Yeah, but who, who, was, who was going to be in the, in the Big Ten West? 
Um, there was Wisconsin, possibly. Oh, God. Minnesota, maybe. <laughs> yeah, y'all's uh, future bowl opponents. That's about it. Those are the only <laughs> ones. That, what? That's the only ones we know. That's the only ones we. That's about. Um, that's about the only ones that could really do, could really have done. It. No, 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 no. Minnesota no. was the second seed. Ah, see, and eight and four. Ah, yes. So, and there were six and three. So they were one game behind Iowa. Wisconsin was too, and Purdue was right there with them. Yeah. So the West really, God, the West is weak. Yeah. Like Michigan, Ohio State, or Michigan State, Penn State, Maryland, Rutgers, Indiana is the East. Iowa, and out of those two, Indiana and Rutgers are the bottom. Are yeah. the bottom? Are the well, bottom of the team? Bottom. Of Maryland, the, Rutgers, and Indiana. We're all at the are, bottom. Are the lowest of the pecking orders. Yeah, but then you got Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. Yeah. It's like who were phenomenal. Penn State had had some rough ups this seven year. Seven and five. They yeah. were four. What killed them was they, they were, were at four number and four. five in conference. Yeah, well, they were at number four, number three, or number four during the middle of the season. Yeah, and then Michigan State got hot. Yeah, which <laughs> shout out Ethan Berger. Shout out Ethan Berger. Um, um, but no, I mean Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, Nebraska, and Northwestern. Like yeah. that's just pitiful. Yeah. It's like the ACC is bad when it comes to um, like breaking up divisions and everything like that with their whole coastal and Atlantic yeah. stuff. But the Big Ten is just terrible. Um, yeah. No, I just. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. I, I, I think hope it, that gets addressed in, I the, think, in the near future. Yeah. I think that it. I think it's I'm excited I'm most excited to see Michigan and Georgia. I think that'll be the best game. Oh yeah. Now, I think Alabama and Cincinnati will be a good game too. My fear is is that Cincinnati absolutely gets blown out. Which I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I don't but think that they is, will either. That is my fear. That will discredit group of five for a while though. Yeah. Because if Cincinnati gets blown out here, yeah. we will never see another group of five in the top four. Never. And that's – like, and I know that's a lot to put on Cincinnati, but it, it's the truth. It, 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 it's not just Cincinnati. It's group of five. It's, it's for the MAC. It's for the Mountain West. It's for the Sun Belt. It's for uh, Conference USA. Yeah, it, it's any – any non-Power 5 school yeah. is riding on Cincinnati right now. And I I don't, like I said, I don't want to put all of that on Cincinnati because that's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. But at the same time, if they lose, that's exactly what's going to happen. But Yeah, but 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 here's the thing, too, is you have plenty of good teams in the, in, in the group of five. Yeah. Look, look at Utah State that blew out San Diego State. San Diego State was also another good team this year. UTEP. UTEP. Well, no, not UTEP. UTSA. UTSA. Yeah, UTSA. Excuse me, not UTEP. UTEP was there for a while, but UTSA was the better team in conference, USA. Yeah, right, right, because UTEP fell off towards the end of the season. Or those raging Cajuns down there in Louisiana. Exactly. You know, App State from time to time, Coastal Carolina, uh, Liberty last year. You know, they. now I won't say they maybe were um, – national contenders, but why not? Why not give them a chance? So what if a group of five team is your national championship? So what? And I'll tell you this, too. 
The only difference between the only the only way the only difference between a group of five and a power five is whoever ESPN, Fox, ABC, CBS, etc. deems worthy of watching. If yeah. e- ESPN said, It's how much money they're going to draw. Exactly. If ESPN said the Sun Belt is going to be the top conference to watch this year, they are the ones I'm going to put money on, everybody would watch it, and, they, and the committee would have no problem putting them in if ESPN said this is who we want. Well, and it's a double-edged sword. Because you know ESPN is never going to do that. You no. know that SEC is going to be their top dog. No, because they lie in bed with the SEC. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it because I'm an SEC fan, and I like that every single team in our conference has a shot with the exception. <laughs> Vanderbilt would even have a shot if they won. Vanderbilt has a better shot than Cincinnati to get into. They, there would not be the And be- not not – uh, record-wise. I'm not saying that as record-wise. No, 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 not record But at the start of the season, yeah. Vandy would have a better shot of getting because ranked they, over Cincinnati. Say, because they would say, look at who they play. They play – it's only because ESPN says, hey, Alabama is must, must watch football. You have to watch them. And if somebody beats Alabama, then that's a worthy opponent. Whereas Cincinnati, they said, oh, they played East Carolina. That's not a big deal. Yeah. They, you know, they, that's, yeah, whatever. And I, th- I think this goes back to the problem of you need more outer conference play. Yes. Like you need more out of conference play across the board in college football because really that sets your power scale. Or, or how about this? Just like you said, you like the 10 team playoff rather than 12 because you yeah. think 12 is too much. This is what you do. And we've talked about this before of what I've wanted to do uh, for. 12-team play for, for expanding the playoff. Go to five teams. You have five power five and five group of five. Make all ten conference champions. If they're a conference champion, they automatically get to go to, to – they get a shot at the national title, which in turn would make Notre Dame and all these other independents join a conference. Because if, if you're Notre Dame and you don't have a conference title, you don't get in. Now, realistically, I know that Gary Barta and all of those, now it'll be somebody different next year. Um, but I know the committee would never do that. No. But they but they need to. Why not? Yeah. I don't care if, if Northern Illinois is, like, the MAC is a pretty weak, I would say in my opinion. No, that's a fair. Pretty, a pretty weak conference. But they still had a great season, won their conference championship, had to play a game to win their conference championship. They should at least have a shot to even attempt to play for a national title. So what if they get blown out 40 to nothing by Alabama? Okay, we all kind of knew that would happen. There's no issue with that. Here's my thing with that, though, is you already know that, and this isn't even from like an SEC fan standpoint. Excuse me. This isn't even from an SEC fan point or fan standpoint. This is from okay. The media is going to seed the SEC, whoever that team is, realistically Alabama or Georgia, in that number one spot. Unless the Big Ten, Big Twelve, there's always going to be a Power Five. Like my problem with a ten team in your scenario. Yeah. How are you going to seed those teams? Are you going to just say? Oh, hey, Just say, Power 5 is going to be in the top 5. Yeah, why not? Group of 5 in the bottom 5. Why not? I mean, at that point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they all get in. If you win the conference championship, whereas Cincinnati could have won their conference championship, but as soon as Oklahoma State would have won their conference championship, boom, Cincinnati's gone. 
so I I I don't seat them however you want to because we all know the we all know Cincinnati could probably beat most of the Ameri- most of the Pac-12 teams. Oh, most and, of the Pac-12. And, and then you gonna, can make an argument for the ACC exactly, this year too because ACC had a terrible year this year. So seat them however you want. I don't care. But I but conference championships need to matter. And I will get a lot of flack for this, but I don't think Georgia should be in the top four because for the fact that they got number one, they got boat raced in the conference championship, and number two, they didn't win it. You know, they got demolished in their conference championship. Now, does do I think that they could still win a national title? Absolutely, absolutely. But I think that you didn't win your conference championship. You need to be eliminated. That doesn't that doesn't happen anymore with the with this. Four team playoff. Yeah, I mean, I think your conference championship needs to stand for something. Absolutely, you're diluting the regular season now more than if you would move it to twelve teams and say, "Hey, you have to win your conference championship in order to make it to, in order to make it to the playoffs." Here's what I'll say about, and this will be the last kind of thing unless you have more you well, want to add to it. Yeah. Um here's what I'll say about it. I think that the problem with that is if you have two great teams, let's take the Big Ten uh West mm-hmm. for instance. Yeah. This year you had three great teams coming out of the West. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. Overall records in conference play matter more than so like say Ohio State and Michigan have the exact same record 10 and 2 yeah what happens if Michigan goes wins their conference championship and then Ohio State just gets kicked out of the side because they couldn't win the conference championship that is one team that you would say, oh, they deserve to be in, but because of overall record, they couldn't. I get, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, where conference championships have to matter. I truly do. However, say McNamara, and this is a bad example, because he wouldn't matter either way if he was injured or hurt, or injured or healthy, but say McNamara was hurt the week before the Ohio State game. And then Michigan and Ohio State play. Michigan wins. They're immediately a lock for the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. You would have more of those situations across the nation. Yeah. Well, and what you could do for a twelve team is give it. Give if you go twelve team have see have teams one through ten be your conference champions, and then for the eleven and twelve spot have that divisional second place team that said, "Hey, this team was good enough." To get to the conference championship, but because of different circumstances that happened, they do, they couldn't even make an appearance. Okay, so put in that twelve, put in that, put them in either that eleven or twelve spot, and then you can throw in Notre Dame. But here's the thing too: is Notre Dame's the only independent that's relevant. That, that's, that's yeah, that's relevant because Liberty was good. Uh, you know, was good. It was okay and good enough to get some national recognition. Never was. I don't think. As of right now, they wouldn't have gotten a lot of love for the national championship. But they're no longer going to be an independent. New Mexico State was an independent, but that doesn't matter. They're not going to be there for a long time. No. 
Um, UConn and UMass, they're not going anytime soon. Um, and then there's Army. If an Army, eh, not really. Yeah. You know, they were eight and three this year, which is respectable to a bowl game. But are they ranked? No. No. And I, I hear what you're saying. With I, I feel like once you join a conference, you immediately gain some kind of title contention, with the exception of Notre Dame. Yeah. And I, I feel like as soon as Notre Dame joins a conference they're immediately going to be lowered a few pegs, and that's why they haven't. Or the conference could be could be higher a few pegs. Like if they join the ACC, which they are up until 2035, they're contractually obligated to join the ACC. If they were to join the ACC, that would boost the ACC massively. Yeah. But like you're saying, it would drop Notre Dame a little bit. Yeah, especially if they Which suffer. is fine to me. I don't really unless, care for Notre Dame. Um, so. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I don't either. But unless they just immediately start running the conference like Alabama does currently. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's very convoluted, and it needs to improve, but I don't think there's a very clear path on how they can improve it realistically within the next couple of years. That That's where I'm coming from. Yeah. I don't know. I still like my way better. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. But speaking of group of five and Cincinnati, Cincinnati just steamrolled Holgerson's Cougars. Good for them. Down there uh, in Houston. And this is this is what I thought was very interesting. Um, you know, it was kind of right there for a while. Like they were – it was 13-14 for a little bit, and then Cincinnati just took off. I mean, like a rocket took off. And right before the end of the game, it was still, excuse me, it was 35-13. I mean, just Cincinnati just took off. And then Houston scored one in the final minutes. And um, then it became 35-20. But, I mean, Cincinnati proved that even with a team that looked to be as good as they are, Houston being 11-1, that – it didn't matter. They were they were gonna you know Cincinnati didn't it didn't care. Cincinnati's gonna play. They don't. It does not matter if you are UConn or Alabama. Cincinnati's gonna play you as hard as they want, and they're gonna play you hard. And they they're not gonna give up. They're not gonna they're not just gonna take the air out of the wall because they're up by fifty. They're gonna keep running it down your throat. They're gonna keep passing it over your head. They gonna make you stop them. And if you don't stop them, it's gonna be rough for you. And I and like, I just I'm excited to see Cincinnati get to Alabama and and play Alabama in that national title game. And this is one thing too I thought was very odd: Group of Five and Power Five. Group of Five had a home and had a had a home conference champion. So whoever was leading the conference got to host the conference championship. So like San Diego State was leading the conference at the time; they hosted Utah State. Uh, Louisiana was leading the Sun Belt. They hosted App State. Um, And then, like, for Cincinnati, Cincinnati was leading the American. The American Conference Championship game took place in Cincinnati. Whereas Power 5, it takes place at a neutral site. Pac-12, I don't know where Pac-12 was. I didn't pay attention to that. Um, I think it's out in uh, San Francisco, maybe? I'm pretty sure they use uh, Levi Stadium. Okay. Which is uh, San Francisco 49 yeah, Stadium. Yeah, the San Francisco. Um, and then for ACC, you know, they use the Panthers yeah. Stadium, the, um, what do they call that, the Bank of America Stadium or yeah. something like that. I think this year 
Yeah, it was in Charlotte. Yeah, it was Bank of America Stadium, and then um, SEC. I'm pretty sure they did Atlanta. Yeah, they, they always do Atlanta, and then which is honestly home field advantage. It for doesn't Georgia. really matter if it's Alabama Georgia playing. Yeah, but yeah, at the they same show up, time. but at the same time, yeah. yeah. And then um, Big Ten, it's at Lucas Oil. And then yeah, for it's big, always at Lucas Oil. Yeah, and then for Big Twelve, it's at AT and T. It's at Jerry World, and Jerry, Jerry, uh, oh Jerry Jones loves it too. He loves it. When oh yeah. Show up. So it just—I think it's odd that Group of Five has that, where you have to play at whoever at the at the leader at the conference leader's home instead of a neutral site. I always thought conference championship games should be played at kind of a more neutral site. Well, and and here's the thing I'll say about that: maybe Group of Five in the past hasn't had the kind of strength that Power Five has to negotiate those kind of deals. Well, and two like. They're not going to fill up an NFL stadium for a conference championship. Not for a group of five, no. Not most of group of five not games. Group of five, not most group of five. Um, so, yeah. I just um, – and for, like, you know, some of them, the headquarters are uh, – they're in, they're in different spots, you know, kind of weird spots, nowhere near a pro town or anything like that. So, I get it, but – but, yeah, no, I just thought that was something that was interesting. And then, finally, ACC. Kenny Pickett, as much as this pains me to say, is he is a he is a good quarterback. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he... And the fake slide. Uh, let me ask you this. Should oh, the fa- my God. My legs, my legs shattered just watching it. But if I had tried to do that, like, there is no way his legs felt great okay. after that. That in, looked in like defense hurt. of Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. that was a insane. That was an insanely heads up and athletic play made by him. But my legs would have been shattered yeah, if I tried, sure. to, tried to do that. And um, I was like, oh, I is it? it should you think it be? It, yes, it should be illegal. One hundred percent. You are actively okay. So if you allow fake slides. Then you need to reduce the targeting penalty mm-hmm. in those kind of, or you need to have yeah. a special consideration yes. for the targeting penalty. Well, because if someone goes for a quarterback yeah. that's sliding now, yeah. and say, "Oh well, I just thought he was faking it," or like someone goes for Kenny Pickett in yeah. their bowl game, yeah, and was like, "Oh well, he fake slid a few at, games back, yeah, at the championship game." game. So I thought he was doing that. He looked like he was going and down. Slide, well, and here's the thing: well, I don't he think, looked like he was staying up. I hate targeting calls on a quarter on a QB slide because you run it. Because as a coach, how do you coach that? How do you how do you fix that problem? Because they have to attack the ball. All of a sudden, the ball went from being like a five. They're holding it in their arms. So probably like a five foot. It went from being at the height of like five foot ten or something like that. Yeah. To or I wouldn't even say five foot ten, but something like five, yeah. some around where five foot to all of a sudden being like two feet from the ground. Yeah. How do you how do you coach that? You know, because if you're already making that tackle and then he, excuse me, and then he drops, how do you defend again, or how do you not hit him in the head? You yeah, know, there's there's no way you can halt that kind of momentum. Yeah. without hurting yourself as a defensive player. Oh, I know. Yeah. Because if you try and just, like, hands-on him, down him real quick. Yeah. It's not two-hand touch football out here. No, you know? it, it's full It's full contact. Yeah. And I understand that they don't want dirty players. Like, Oh, I don't want dirty players either, but I want hard-hitting football. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a difference between 
oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I just hit you on a QB bl- slide. It's very obvious, too. Or, oh, you were able to stand up after that? Yeah. Yeah. Like It's it's very obvious. Yeah. Very obvious. It, in not defense of the in, – in defense of targeting in that situation – there needs to be some kind of special consideration yeah. if they still allow fake slides, which I really don't think they will. I don't. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think I this was a that was a heads up play. Oh yeah, my, credit Kenny Pickett on I, that. I'm that was awesome. I was very impressed that his legs just did not shatter because I I keep watching it and it makes my like my knees and my my legs just hurt watching it because I'm like man that. Cause he literally he was going for it. He drug he dragged his toe and everything. And yeah, no, it honestly I thought he was going down. I thought I was, thought he was not going to be able to pull it off, and then he stayed up, and I was like, man, oh, that's awesome. But it just looked like it hurt. It it looked painful. I thought it looked painful. The what what was it was like a forty five yard touchdown or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Because he faked them all out, so yeah. then they laid off of, him, which gave him room to just sprint down the field. To um, make it, give him a touchdown run, so I, man, that was um, some of these championship games are wild, and we'll, we'll touch on the Pac-12 for a little bit. We'll, let's touch on the Pac-12. Oh, we're touching on the Pac-12. We'll touch on it. Did you watch the game, Owen? No, I did not, but I saw the score. <laughs> uh, I did not watch the game either. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, um, it, how far Oregon has fallen. Like, Losing their, they've lost their head coach. The coaching carousel continues. Yeah. Uh, Brent Vittables has been hired at Oklahoma. Marcus Freeman has been hired as the head coach at Notre Dame, and then Mario Cristobal has been. Which, from what I've heard, is he is Miami. He has Miami written all over him. Stopping you for one second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the Marcus Freeman hire. Oh, I do too. Like that I do too. is. That is you don't see for a power five or a blue blood a hire from within. Not that often anymore. No, not they always want to bring in somebody new and fresh and you know, but Marcus Freeman is a young guy. Only yeah. thirty four, thirty five. Honestly, if he and next year is going to be rough in college football across the board for any kind of new program. This is the time for teams like West Virginia who had a bad year this year or Kansas State or teams that were or LSU. LSU. Now for you, maybe not as much because you're you still got a head coach we, and nobody lost their head coaching job fairly. And nobody in relevance except for Florida. Um, th- there's nobody else except for Florida that really lost. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but there's nobody else except Florida that lost a head coach or got a new head coach except mine. Now this is taking away that LSU had not. Uh, we're not counting LSU. Yeah, there there was no big name mm-hmm. that got fired. I think is what you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah. I I think that's a very fair thing to say. Whereas like, you didn't see a Brian Kelly get fired from Notre Dame. You saw something that was premeditated. Yeah. You didn't, and you could make the case for Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma because not really a whole lot of people were expecting that. Yeah. That was, well, that, yeah. And see, for that's teams like Oklahoma will have a down year next year. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. A down year for Oklahoma looks very different than a down year for West Virginia. Do you think they'll still be bowl eligible? 
I think so. Oh, very easily, I think so. I think it'll be hard. They won't miss that big of a beat. Excuse me. But I don't know how they will be next year. You have a whole new coaching system coming in. Um, they just hired Jeff Levy out of Ole Miss, which is Ole Miss's offensive coordinator. Um, so Oklahoma will have an off year next year. What does that look like? I don't know. LSU, unfortunately for you, will have an off <laughs> Yeah, no, we're, we're going to suck next year. You're going to have an off year next year. Notre Dame, maybe. I don't, I'm not for sure because Marcus Freeman, like I said. I think a, he's solid. He's, he's an a, in-house candidate. Yeah, he's so a, you're not going to really lose a whole lot no, of the Brian they, Kelly mindset they because they know. run the exact same playbook. Well, and well, – Marcus Freeman will it's put still, his own spin on he's it. He's going to put his own staff and everything, but he's still like they know him. He's not having a new guy come in. Virginia Tech is having to hire a new head coach. Virginia, yeah. Virginia, Virginia Tech that, already had that. That sucked. shocked me. That shocked me. That all of a sudden now after he said it though, he has been coaching football for thirty-one years. That surprised me too. So he, I think, is just ready to retire. Yeah. I don't think he was forced out. I don't think he was pushed out. I think he was just saying, "I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to go off and live my life." Um, which, which is fair. Yeah. So Virginia now has to look for their head coach. They're going to have to bring in somebody for next year. Brent Price coming in for Virginia Tech. He's got to rebuild his whole thing. Well, and speaking on Virginia for one second, they could go the route of the Kansas City Chiefs. And just uh, promote someone from within, see how well they do in their first year. Like an Ogeron. Yeah, like an Ogeron situation with Les Miles, where he was interim for a while. Mm -hmm. And then he actually ended up winning over most of the players and most of the athletic staff there. And most of the fan base. And a lot of the fan base, (laughs) me included. Oh, yeah. Um, And then end up getting the full-time position. Yeah. So Virginia is still a little too early to call if they're going to go outside of the organization or if they're just going to stick with their interim. I think that the bowl game that Virginia is going to be in is going to be very telling. Yeah. Because, edit, I'm going to have to look that up. They play. Oh, shit. West Virginia edges number 15, Utah, which is 653. Wait, do we win? Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 So free, I mean. Yes! Oh, Huggy Bear. That's what I'm talking about. Yes! 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 Eight and one. Yes! I thought they. I thought it was going to be a down year for them because... Because we have such a young team and lost so many people. Yes! Yes, what a... Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that was tonight. 56-53. That was a defensive game right there. Oh! So, let me just say... Basket uh, football may almost be over, but it's already basketball season. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to my bracket getting busted. 
Hold on a minute. Hold on, Cole. Let me just. Let me oh go. my God! Let really? Me, let Let me tell you something. Let me tell. Let you. me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. Oh Lord, we're really doing this right now. We're doing it. We're. It deserves. It deserves it. Okay. okay. Before it we get into that. Yes. Before we get into that. SMU and Virginia play in the Fenway Bowl. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so... Virginia's got that one in hand, I think. Really? Yes, because SMU just lost their head coach, Sonny Dykes, <laughs> to TCU. There's another There's another head coaching job that's just now come open. You know, so, like, it's it's going to be an interesting year for the Big 12 with a lot of head coaching jobs I open. think it's going to be an interesting year for college football in general. If this as season was long, crazy, you wonder how yeah, it would be next. As long as the powerhouses stay in kind of a down year. Because this year was very much a down year for the powerhouses. And I put powerhouses in quotation marks. Because powerhouses, to me, are Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan, not Georgia. so much this, these past couple well, years. Michigan this year. Michigan this year, yes. But Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma, and Clemson. Yeah. Clemson especially fell off hard this year. Clemson has a lot of that, like we talked about last week, a lot of that new money. Yeah. But as long as they stay in a down year, there's no telling what next year is going to bring. No, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Owen. Breaking news. As we're recording this podcast, I did not know that the game was on. I thought it was going to be later in the week, like a Friday or something. West Virginia just knocked off in basketball number 15 UConn. Let's play a little something. You already know. That was so sad. Fuck that up. <laughs> Please edit that out. <laughs> Please. Fucked all that up to hell. Yeah, I know. Please edit that up. <laughs> Please edit that out. Breaking news. As we're recording this podcast, I did not realize that this game was on right now. Tonight. I thought it was tonight. I thought it was like a Thursday. I thought it was gonna be tomorrow night or Friday night. West Virginia just knocked off number fifteen. UConn in basketball. So you already know what that means. Take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia. That's right. That's right. In a week where West Virginia didn't play and they didn't win in football, <laughs> Country Roads was still played. Woo! I haven't seen you this excited since week one. Huggy bear, huggy bear, huggy bear, huggy bear, huggy bear, huggy bear, huggy bear. I'm not joining in. Bob Huggins is the GOAT. Okay. Win number 908 this year. He, I think that this year he has the ability to reach third all-time on the win list. Yeah, for sure. He's only, what, 20 closer? Ten, he is 10 away. Wow. Ten yeah, away. no, y'all, he is for ten, sure. He is 10 away from becoming the third, tied for the third most college basketball wins in, for coaches. 
And y'all are eight and one? Eight and one as of tonight. As yeah. of like five minutes ago. <laughs> it's like a few minutes ago. Woo! Yes. That's awesome. Oh, I'm so The only thing LSU has going for him right now is uh, Sharif O'Neal. Hey, y'all are ranked. We are not. We are ranked, and we are solid, but I just I, I don't think our offense is going to hold up into March Madness. There's no way. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. Oh, I'm so pumped. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. We have a tough Big 12 schedule. Big 12 is one of the better basketball conferences this year, you know, considering that Baylor won the national championship um, last year in basketball. Oh, I'm so excited. A um, little tangent about West Virginia basketball. I have been really nervous for them this um, this year just because their defense has not been what it, ha- what it has been. And that's because we have a very young team. We do have a few returners, but we do have a fairly young team. Um, and just for the fact, that, too, that, like, we've been giving up a lot of threes, like leaving a lot of people wide open out out on the perimeter. Well, and it, and it makes me nervous because you don't. Okay, somebody said, yeah, well, that's just threes. Leave them open for threes. No, but here's the thing, that's, too. And here, here's what I'll – here's – I – for those of you who do not know me personally, I love basketball. He loves basketball. Like I'm not a big basketball fan, but I am a big West Virginia basketball yeah. fan. Like basketball is right up there with football for me in overall sports. NASCAR. Well, I mean, not all of us are Owen oh, David Sapelnik. Yes. Um Thank you for throwing my full name out you're welcome. here. I appreciate that. Um But that that is what the modern basketball game is is all about is three-point shooting. Yes. Like, you look at guys like Steph Curry, yep. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Klay Thompson. Um, you look at guys like that, and you even go back as far as, like, uh, 05, 06, when the Phoenix Suns were running the uh, seven seconds or less offense. Everyone thought it was so groundbreaking. Nowadays, you can't go a full 24-second shot clock unless you're in, like, game six of the finals. Yeah. Um, to West Virginia's credit, their post defense is rock solid. Bob Huggins has always had a dominant interior defense and a dominant interior offense. Press Virginia, bud. Press Virginia. However, their perim- and to your point, yeah, the their perim- perimeter game has been shaky. It it, it need it needs to get better because Especially against Eastern Eastern Kentucky gave so much gave us so much fits. I was really worried about this game because Eastern Kentucky we almost lost to Eastern Kentucky. That'd and be rough. That would have been rough. Absolutely, yeah. We lost to a good, to Marquette, which is known for their basketball. You know, Marquette is a basketball school. Um, in the it was like the Charleston Classic or something like that. It was one of those tournaments that they played during the years, uh, during the year, and um, and so they. You know, you know, it was the the perimeter is what is scary because they can shoot those threes, and not a lot of people miss nowadays. You know, it's not about running up and dunking anymore. And like, I think the average right now in college basketball, I'm pretty sure, is hovering right around sixty two percent, something like from that. three. I could tell you the stats on that is insane yeah. because it used to be forty something, and yeah. you had guys like. Uh, Kimba, you had guys like Kawhi Leonard as yeah. a forward who were some of your best three-point shooters in the nation. But nowadays, 
just about anyone is playing a stretch position, meaning, oh, hey, I can go up and dunk the ball, or I can pull back and shoot a three yeah. and pull up in transition and shoot. Yeah. So, so I, was, I was worried about that for West Virginia fo- for basketball. But, yeah, West yeah. Virginia football. You know. I hear you. <laughs> but for, for basketball, I was worried about that. But, hey, I'm pumped. That that is great. That is a great sign for the rest of the year that, hey, you beat a number 15 UConn, which is especially women's basketball. They are just oh, absolutely yeah. dominant. Well, I mean, UConn women's – oh. UConn men's, I think, has been relevant. Uh, Kimba, like I said. Yeah. Um, not Kyrie. Kyrie didn't come out of UConn. Oh, God, who else? Jeremy Lamb, I know he came out of UConn. But there there are so many UConn basketball players in the NBA that it has become a pipeline. Yeah. Straight to, like, if you start and average at least 10 and 10 a game, you're going to the NBA if you have UConn next to your name. Yeah, because that's exactly what Kimba did in um, March Madness in 2012. Yeah, so we'll see. I th- I think it's a great sign for yeah. West Virginia. I would love to get matched up against West Virginia. We'll see. <laughs> um, is I would love to see what Sharif O'Neal is going to do to y'all in the post. We'll see. Because you I- have one guy. We have Sean McNeil, who's a three point shooter. Tash Sherman, who who has been on average scoring more than 20 points a game this season. Um, and then we have, uh, oh gosh, he, what was his name? Polly, um, it's Polly something, I can't remember. Uh, but, uh, Osaboyan. Mm-hmm. So, there, there are a lot of different guys on, what is, oh, that's going to aggravate me now that I can't, Polly something, I can't remember. Well, yeah, um. But yeah, uh, I'm very pleased right now. Eight and one, just beat UConn at home. Oh, I am very, very happy. Very, very happy. So, yeah, you know, we started this off by talking about the ACC championship. Um, this derailed. This de- yeah, this de- derailed real. Okay, ACC championship. Real. Uh, well, we did talk about it a little bit. We just yeah, we like, actually Pitt we finished with- up. The yes. ACC, and we moved on to the Pac-12. We were we that's touched right, on yeah. that for a while. So it's the Pac-12. We, uh, so ACC, Pitt won that one, beat Wake Forest. Uh, Utah also beat the breaks off of Oregon for the Pac-12 title. Not really surprising. No. Uh, well, yeah. Consider well, they, surprising at the start of the season because for they Oregon. Could, yeah, because Oregon has, first. has fell off hard, though. Yeah. So, so. there's that. Um, and then we're going to go to final rankings. We're not going to do AP this week. Sadly. Unfortunately. But CFP, we're going to do all CFP top 25. Um, so I'll do the first four, Cole, to save you the embarrassment, okay? the, the pain and heartache. Owen, oh, I appreciate you. You are the best friend in the world for having to say that number one team. I cannot believe they are ranked number one. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. They should be ranked number two because I think Michigan deserves to be. They've earned their way to be that number one team. Also, I think we have gone over our limit of the Michigan. Andrew Moss, is he going to be come running out within all of his thing going, Go Blue! So... Number one, here here is the final rankings, and here are your final four. Number one, Alabama. Boo. Number two, Michigan. Eh. Number three, Georgia. And number four, the only undefeated team in the entire country, Cincinnati. 
here is what I'll say. And Owen, this may shock you. Mm. I like these rankings. I like that top four. I don't. You could make the case for Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Baylor. You could make the case for them. What I like about them, Alabama is a conference champion. Yes. Michigan is a conference champion. Yes. Cincinnati is a conference champion. Yes. You could throw Baylor in there. Eh, But they have two losses. Exactly. You could throw Notre Dame in there. Notre Dame, I could see. They didn't have a tough schedule, but they are 11-1. and I think for the first time in a while, the CFP poll got it right with the top four teams. I don't necessarily agree with how they are ranked. Yes, but the top... But the teams are there. Yes. And here's what I will say. I, I agree with you as well. I think the CFP got it right. However, I don't think they got it right entirely. I think Georgia should be out, and I think it should be Michigan number one, Alabama number two. Actually, no, Michigan number one, Cincinnati number Cincinnati number two, Alabama number three, and Notre Dame number four. I think Georgia should have dropped out because they lost their conference championship. I'm big on conference championships. I I think Georgia deserves to be in there. Because oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're a bad team at all. I think they deserve to be in there too. I think they've earned their way in, but they lost the conference championship. Here's my thing: I don't think Notre Dame would be a better game against Michigan, though. Like taking conference well, championship, no, I said, oh, taking right, conference, yeah. t- taking conference champions out of the picture for a second, right? Yeah. I do not think Notre Dame is better than Georgia. Because that's who ultimately would replace Georgia. Yeah, no, I don't think Notre Dame's better than Georgia either, but... but Because considering Cincinnati has already beat Notre Dame, and that wasn't at a neutral site, that was at South Bend. Yeah, yeah. The only way Notre uh, Baylor was going to get in is if Alabama lost, is if Michigan lost. If those two had lost, and then Baylor won, I think Baylor had a shot to get in. I think Notre Dame... Well, Ohio State would have been in there. And see, this is what irritates me. is Gary Barta said, as much as we respect both teams, we feel that Ohio State was the better football team than Baylor. Ohio State didn't even make an appearance in their conference championship game. Baylor just took down one of the top teams in the nation in the conference title and won against, one of the, against the nation's top three defense. Yeah. So you're going to tell me Baylor is the better football team? No. No, Ohio State is way worse—not way worse, but is a Baylor is a way better team than Ohio State. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. They are a much better team than Ohio State. Well, and the big thing for me, Ohio State's only played twelve games. Yeah, they didn't make an appearance. Yeah, granted, they lost to Michigan, and this kind of goes back to ten team versus twelve team. Our yeah. conversation from earlier yeah, yeah. is like okay. So you're telling me that Ohio State and Michigan shouldn't be in the top four this year, even though they're in the exact same conference, the same division? I don't think so. I'm going to have to uh, disagree with you. (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to have to. Because I think that – oh, God. Because I know I'm going to catch hate for this because I hate Alabama, but – Alabama lost to Texas A&M. Yeah. 
Georgia lost to Alabama. Was Texas A&M that was a freak accident? I don't think so because they had such a close game with LSU and had such a close game with Auburn. Yeah, that's fair. But again, that that's kind of in the past right and now. And had a close game with uh, Arkansas as well. Here's my top four: Cincinnati at number one. They're mm-hmm. undefeated. They won their conference. Yeah. Michigan two, Georgia three, Ohio State four. Mm. I know you do not like it. Mm-mm. I know you do not like it. But not. here's the no. thing: I think Ohio State is better. I truly do, and I know this is boiling down to: yeah. oh, is Ohio State really better than Baylor? Okay, so you could make an argument for Baylor, and they deserve that four spot. I do not like Alabama in the top four. This is every single year, with the exception of 2019, they have been in the CFP rankings. I know. Yeah. It. I'm not saying that it's getting old it with is Alabama. Getting old. It is getting well, old. It, it is getting very old, but they deserve that spot. They have earned that spot every single year, with the exception of some. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. I... And see, here's the thing with the top four, too, is I like that Cincinnati is in there. I love that Cincinnati is in there. They've earned their way in there. They most certainly be in there. But this is what gets me. Three out of the five Power Five conferences, three out of those five champions are not represented or will not be represented in the national spotlight in any way. In any way. So that the fact that there's two SEC teams in there, I don't, I don't like that. But continuing on with the rankings, yeah. Please start us off with number five, Cole. Number five, Notre Dame. Number six, Ohio State. Number seven, Baylor, and number eight, Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss could have dropped a few spots. Yes, they did not have to stay in the top eight. Yeah. Number nine, Oklahoma State. Number ten, Michigan State. Number eleven, Utah. And number twelve. Thirteen future Big Twelve, future Big Twelve, and and Pac twelve champion this year <laughs> because they beat all of their Pac twelve opponents that they played. Future Big Twelve member BYU, fourteen Oregon, fifteen Iowa, sixteen Oklahoma. Feels we right. love to see it. We love to see it. Number 17, Wake Forest. Number 18, NC State. Number 19, Clemson. Oh, I did not realize they were ranked that high. Oh, God. But why are they? Because they're three loss. They're three loss, and Houston is only a two loss. Houston, I think, should be above Wake Forest. Clemson should not be in the top 25. No. Well, neither should. Okay. There are plenty of three-loss programs in the nation yeah. that could have replaced Clemson. They only threw them in there for name value. Okay, so 19th is Clemson, 20th is Houston. But there's also teams in here that shouldn't be in here, Texas A&M and Arkansas. Well, okay. So, 20... I do not have a problem with San Diego State being... San Diego State and Louisiana Lafayette, Raging Cajuns, Raging! 
Sorry, I can't really go up that high. I'm pretty congested, if y'all can't tell. Um, I don't have a problem with either one of those teams making an appearance in the top 25. I'm glad that they did. However, I do have a problem with four-loss Arkansas and four-loss Texas A&M even being able to sniff the top 25. Yeah. There's no way. There's no respectable way you put them in there. Yeah. So. But that's... That is the 2021 football season. So, 21 is Arkansas. 22 is Kentucky. 23 is Louisiana. I just said I can't go up that high. Raging. There you go. 24 is San Diego State. 25 is Texas A&M. I like the overall rankings. I do not like those four loss and some of the three loss teams being in there. I do not either. And I just said this yeah. instead of reading out my spot. <laughs> but I, it just it needs to be said. I'm so frustrated with teams getting in there mm-hmm. solely based on name value. Oh, it just does not make sense. It's like, why not throw Texas in there, mm-hmm. CFP? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know. <sighs> anyway. So. Excuse me. We're going to touch on bowl games just real quick. Do uh, you have some picked out? Sure, I'll pick out some. Um, I'll tell you what, if you want to pick out three, I'll pick out three as well. Oh, I was just going to do, um, I figured we'd just pick out, uh, our, just talk about ours a little bit. Okay. And then that w- we'd just be good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, West Virginia plays Minnesota in the guaranteed rate ball on Tuesday. December 28th at 10.15 p.m. kick. Minnesota's a four-point favorite. Mm. Eight and four. Okay, that's fine. I mean, let's hope West Virginia shows up for that one. <laughs> we'll kind of give more of a little... Later on, we'll give more of a, uh in-depth look at it. Um, but I like it. Like, I don't I don't mind playing Minnesota. Um, I think we got a better opponent than I thought we would. Um, I know Minnesota is not very happy about it. <laughs> They've already said, they said, how what disrespect. We finished second in our division, have to play lowly 6-6 six and six West Virginia. Might as well blow them out when we can. I was like, go ahead, 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 talk the smack, go ahead, talk the smack, talk the smack, talk the smack. Go ahead. Cole, don't you play a Big 12 team? We do play a Big 12 team. Ah. Am I looking forward to it as much? No. No, like, here's the thing. The fact that you get to play a Big 12 team and it's not West Virginia irks both Oh, my gosh. It was so close to happening, too. Was it really? Yeah. Like, we, y'all were slated for the Texas Bowl. We were slotted for the Birmingham Bowl. And when news broke that LSU was going to the Texas Bowl, I was like, oh, okay, we're playing West Virginia. Yes, yes, I yes. got my hopes up. Guess do. who we're playing? Guess who we're playing, Owen? You already know. Mm-hmm. We're playing K State, Kansas State. Kansas State. We're gonna get. We're going to get beat by a Big Twelve team that is not West Virginia. That is named Kansas. That is named Kansas. Granted, I will say Kansas is a is a Kansas State, not Kansas. Kansas State is a decent team. I think that it's going to be a good game. Kansas State is favored by five, I'm pretty sure. I think it's 5.2. No, it's even. Oh, it's an even matchup? It's an even matchup. I know that we are the last uh, bowl game of the season. That I know. Yeah. Um, 
I will say Ed Orgeron is not coaching. Nope. We are going to have a lot of players sit out. They have not even released a death chart for us because so many players have opted out of this game. Yep. This could very well be the last time that LSU sniffs bowl eligibility for a couple years, Mm -hmm. depending on how Brian Kelly does. Yeah. So we shall see. I I will be able to give y'all a little bit more in-depth look once that depth chart gets released for the game, which should be uh, about a week or so, Mm -hmm. depending on injuries. Uh, So we'll we'll cover it a little bit more in-depth closer by the time the game comes around. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I do think it's going to be a good matchup. I just wish we would have been able to play West Virginia. And I know Uh, you wish. No, I know. No, I wish we would have been able to play LSU as well. So, Cole, before we end things here, I got a question for you. Owen, go ahead. If you were named king, god emperor, whatever, of of college football, what would you do? Delete Alabama off the face <laughs> of the earth. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Besides deleting Alabama off of the face of the earth. I think this circles back to what I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. and what we've been harping on all season, man. I would try my best to fix CFP by implementing either a 10-team playoff or a 12-team playoff. I know that realistically we sound like a broken record here, Yeah, but... It, it's something that needs to be fixed. You're going to have more variety. You're going to have better matchups, and you're going to get someone in the college football playoff that's not freaking Alabama every single year. You're going to have those conference champions yeah. in the game. Yeah. Granted, this year's not a really a good example, Yeah. but you're telling me last year when Georgia beat the breaks off of Alabama in the conference championship game, and then Alabama still goes on to win it, with them not even being the conference champion, you're telling me that that was right? You're telling me that y'all are okay with that? No. No, it's ridiculous. Or like LSU and Alabama that year when the BCS was still around. How many years ago was that? Uh, that was 2012? Something like I wanna that. I want to say it was because our last... Because you won the conference. Yeah, we won the conference, and then we were seeded to play Alabama in the national championship game. And then I think Alabama was ranked – I think they were still ranked number two in the nation, though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. So um, we, we'll we see. Um, I, and I honestly hope that that is a little bit more realistic of a dream, mm-hmm. that it gets addressed because so many people are complaining about it in the, in the past couple of years, especially last year when that joke of a playoff picture came out. What was last year's? Uh, Clemson, it was Clemson, Alabama, Hold on, Georgia, got, Notre Dame, I'm pretty sure. Let's see. I got to pull it up here. I know everyone could have told you at the start of the season who it was going to be. I'm trying to think. I, can, I can't remember who it was. Um, here we go. 2020 ranking archives. This is oh, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Uh, yeah. And everybody was like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Ohio State only played six games. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, Ohio State deserves to be in." Here is what I would do. I've been thinking through this one quite a bit. Go ahead. Floor is yours. Number one, 
I would do I would fix the college football playoffs. I I would either do ten or twelve, make conference championship matter. Ch- championships matter. Number two, I would. You think conference realignment is bad now? <laughs> Ooh, boy, ESPN, Fox, they would hate me. They would hate me because I'm rearranging all of these conferences. I'm making them regional, and I'm making them what I think they should be. I'm going to, like, if I, I think they're, I, I, West Virginia's not going to be in the pack, and this comes from kind of West Virginia being the Big 12. West Virginia's not going to be in the Big 12, and the ACC has, can say, all they want, they have no ifs, ands, or buts. West Virginia's getting in there because I am I can do whatever I want. I'm the king of college football. I would place, for number one, there's no independence. I think independence is one of the stupidest things in college football. Now, it can help people like Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't have to worry about conferences and falling apart and things like that. However, I'm going to make, conferences more geographically fit so Pac-12 is all out west they uh, you know Big 12 can be the Midwest West Virginia is going to the ACC I'll bring back the Southwest Conference if I want to I don't care I'll do what I want I'll bring back the Big East if I flipping want to okay Owen yeah hell yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, I don't I don't care I, I I would rearrange conferences to where they fit geographically and you still have all your rivals in there. I'm not like here's the thing. No offense to to uh, like, like Texas I, you know what? I don't care. Um <laughs> full I offense. Care. I don't care. Texas A&M does not belong in the SEC. They're not in the Southeast. No, you need to bring back the Southwest and just put all Texas teams in there. Exactly. Or, or if I can't bring, or for some odd reason, like, but like I said, I'm do what I want. Southwest Conference, shoot, throw in Arkansas in there because they can be the lone like non-Texas team. I can do what I want. I don't care. So that's what I would do. Just do that and rearrange conferences geographically fit to where they make sense and they don't look outlandish, you know? Yeah. Number three, I'm reworking the NIL deal. And the only thing, the only thing that I would rework is the fact that you are not allowed to get sponsorship deals. That's the only well, thing that, that I would... basically kills the NIL, though. But what I'm saying is no sponsorship deals, but you can make your... your you like Name and your, likeness. Name and likeness. So or image too because if we're gonna go because yeah, I still enjoy the NCAA football games. So basically, oh players, you can't make this much money, but we still get our NCAA football, and you still get you a can, lump you, sum payout. Yes, you can get a lump sum payout from the NCAA. You can make money off of jersey sales, t-shirt sales. You can make money off of um, autographs, things like that. I think is okay. Okay, I'm not a big fan of college players again making money off of their name, image, and likeness because they get paid to go for to school for free. You know, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, they get paid to go to school because they're they getting a fifty thousand dollar tuition in some cases, paid hundred thousand dollars, whatever. Like yeah. they're it's paid in full to go there. So that's what I would do. Though the those are. And I think, look, getting down to the nitty gritty, I think there would be different teams that I would, I would look at. Um, there, there's just different things I would do, but those would be my top three 
things is if I was king of college football. <sighs> oh, and and so if you're going to do, I'll, I'll say this too. Um, if you're going to do twelve team playoff, ten team playoff, obviously those New Year's Six bowls go away. Yeah, because, because you, you wouldn't, you would still have like the name value of the bowl. Yeah, but obviously, because they're yeah. quarterfinal. You would have your quarterfinal bowls and your semifinal bowls. Yeah, so you could make you could make some of those bowls, uh, New Year's Six bowls. I honestly like current New Year's Six bowls. I should say, mm-hmm. I honestly think that if they did ever expand to, and I think this is the point you're about to make. Mm-hmm. I think that if they expanded into a ten or twelve team uh, playoff. They should leave those bowls alone and mm-hmm. give them to conference runner-ups, big other powerhouse teams that are not in the playoffs. Yeah, keep the playoffs separate from the New Year's Six bowls. Oh, okay. So that wasn't what I was going to say. I was going to say um, quarterfinal bowls have your cotton, your Cotton Bowl, your Fiesta Bowl, Orange Bowl, and Peach Bowl all be your quarterfinal quarterfinal bowls. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. And then your semifinal bowls be the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. And then you have your national championship. So so whoever wins the national championship will have won two bowls and a national championship trophy. I think that's quite the, you know, that's a nice trophy room there. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, but then I would just elevate some bowls and call them Christmas Classic Bowls and have, like, the Gator Bowl. And I know you don't like this one, the Music City Bowl. I like the Music City Bowl. I think Nashville's a great town. I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's on the same. Like, if you think of prestige in I know. bowls, and yeah, I know. That, that's yeah. my entire standpoint well, against the Music City Bowl, I think that there might be some other bowls you could work around. But for an example, it's a great one. Well, but you take there's a lot of bowls that don't have the prestige anymore other than the New Year's Six Bowl. So I would elevate these, these five bowls to Christmas Classic Bowls, and they would be um, the Gator Bowl. Okay. The Music City Bowl, the Alamo Bowl, the Liberty Bowl, and then the Las Vegas Bowl because who wouldn't want to go to Las Vegas? You know, I could. Now I could. You, you can make an argument, and sorry for interrupting. No, you again. Um, you can make an argument for like the Belk Bowl yep. or the uh, Honolulu or the the Hawaii Hon- the Hawaii Bowl or whatever that they got. I don't know if it's the Aloha Bowl or the Hawaii. Some, I think it's something similar. Something to similar. One of those. Or the Idaho Potato Bowl. Uh, Idaho Potato Bowl. Man, that Idaho one. Potato Bowl. It yeah. just rolls off the tongue. It does. Um, so, yeah, I, that that is what – or the Texas Bowl, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's what I would do as king of the, CF, of the CFB of college football. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but you know with that, Cole, we're going to have to cut it short. Wrap things up here? We'll wrap things up here. It's Man, it's a record. Actually, no, we've had – episode shorter than this one so oh man we still managed to make two hours out of two hours out of recapping championship games giving you the cfp top 25 and previewing some and basketball and well a lot some of it was basketball some of it was basketball but for that i'm owen spelling my name's cole connor this has been episode 15 big one five this is our 15th anniversary show man Woo-hoo! that's what i'm talking about of the panther pod